Hey, Theo, how was your 4th of July? Oh, man, I got some rest, finally. Oh, did you rest on your Lisa mattress? Well, it was premium foam Lisa mattress. It's designed, assembled, and manufactured right here in the USA, so I was celebrating the 4th in sleepy style. Did you see fireworks? I mean, not really. <laughs> Does I, your bed see fireworks? I mean, I, I'll usually set off a dud. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lisa has been a supporter of ours for a while now. Great mattress. They have leveraged 30 years of experience and hundreds of hours of testing to develop the perfect mattress for all body shapes and sleeping styles. Yep. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for every body through their 110 program. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell. That's more than 26,000 mattresses and counting. They also try to leave the world better than they found it. They Together do. with the Arbor Day Foundation, they plant one tree for every mattress they sell and are committed to planting one million trees by 2025. Overall, wow. though, it's a very comfortable mattress. It's made my life a lot easier. I've gotten some good sleep mm-hmm. and uh, definitely support the, them because they've been supporting us. So, Yep, so hurry up. The Lisa July 4th mattress sale won't last long, but it is still lasting. Get $160 off a Lisa mattress at L-E-E-S-A dot com slash. Allegedly. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash. Allegedly. Get a good night's sleep. Theo, you travel a lot. I know you do. Oh, I travel all the time, dude. And sometimes I wish that I could smuggle drugs back with you from other countries. Is that what this is about? No. Oh, but thanks for chiming in there. Yeah. No, this is about what makes travel easier. Oh, I know exactly what it is. It's my away luggage. Yeah. It really, it really has, like revolutionize the way I travel. It's the perfect size. It makes you pack everything concisely. Um, sometimes when you have a, a, like a piece of luggage that can really stretch and expand it, like you'll get all cattywampus with throwing in all types of stuff. Wait, wait, you get all what? You get all willy nilly. <laughs> but what I like about the away luggage, no joke is that it's, it's size is going to be its size. So you have to actually think about what you're going to take. Mm-hmm. And it makes me be a little bit more proactive in my packing style and more effective. Honest. And it's very resilient, mm-hmm. which I like, and it's resourceful. And they div- they specifically designed it to so- solve some old problems, you know, like wheels or the dead cell phones, because you can actually use it as a charger. Oh, yeah. It's which a is hug. really cool. It's everything you need. It, I mean, it's basically it was designed by two friends from New York who found themselves at JFK with dead cell phones and delayed flights. And then they thought of an idea have luggage that has power in it. That's, that's very cool. That's how it came in. The the Away Carry-On, that's the one that I use. Yeah, me too. They have a variety of colors and sizes. The Carry-On, the bigger Carry-On, the medium or the large for extended stays. Um, they're all very lightweight. They have the 360 degree spinner wheels. The TSA approved combination lock is built into the top to prevent mm-hmm. theft. The removable washable laundry bag keeps dirty clothes separate from the clean. Mm-hmm. It's just a really cool thing and it has a lifetime warranty so if anything breaks they'll fix it and replace it for life that's amazing and they have a hundred day trial you can live with it vibe with it travel with it instagram it whatever you want and there's free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states now to get one of these amazing units you can go to one of the retail stores in new york city or for twenty dollars off a suitcase visit awaytravel.com slash Matt, M-A-T-T. And use promo code M-A-T-T during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash Matt and use promo code Matt, M-A-T-T, during the checkout. You won't be sorry. 
Man, I want to fire Anthony. <laughs> well, I think it's going to happen regardless. Really? <laughs> well, we're not, he doesn't have a job after today's episode. That's a good point. So I have a feeling he's going to be going to ZipRecruiter yeah, and putting too. his resume up super fast. And hopefully somebody will hire him. Now, I know that hiring is a challenge for a lot of people, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. It's a place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates just like Anthony. And that place is... ZipRecruiter. Specifically, ZipRecruiter.com slash allegedly. That's right. You can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash allegedly, and you can send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. And now our listeners can try it out for free if you go to our exclusive website, ZipRecruiter.com slash allegedly. That's right. ZipRecruiter.com slash allegedly with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience. So if you need a great sidekick like Anthony for any type of business with any type of specifications, you put them in a ZipRecruiter and they will create a pool of legit and talented candidates. It's so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's unbelievable. Imagine getting anything in one day. <laughs> no. You really can't. I can barely get awake. Yeah, you can barely get awake. You can get a perm <laughs> or you can get a qualified candidate. So don't go through all the resumes. Let them do it for you. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash allegedly. Try it out for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another and the last episode of Allegedly. I'm Matthew Cole Weiss. And I'm Theo Vaughn. And it's the end of an era. It is the end of a three-year era. Three fucking years. Did you ever, when we started it, think that we'd be still doing it three years later? Yeah, actually, I think Really? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you're just pretty, you're pretty resilient, Matt. So I feel like, yeah, I think that I did think that. Okay. I think that I did think that. I mean, did I think that it would kind of like, you know, that we would have like so many highs and like crazy adventures in it and stuff yeah. and crazy moments? No, right. probably. Right. Did I have any clue what it would be like? No. Um, but did I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no. I don't know. I don't know. For I mean, in podcast What did world, you think? I don't know. A podcast world, I, I don't, well, there's so many and not many of them last. Yeah. So I thought we were, you know, I don't know if people know this, but the reason we started allegedly in the first place was because Theo and I had an idea for a talk show mm -hmm. that would have two hosts, very different hosts, me and Theo. And we were pitching it to TV places and everybody was kind of like, eh, I'm not sure if it would work, competition yeah. and who the fuck are you, Matt, and, and, and Theo, and whatever. And we were like, screw you. We're going to start a podcast to show you that we do have what it takes, mm -hmm. that we that it is a format that works. And cut to three years later, and here we are. So we that was the it. reason. I don't know if people knew that, but that's the reason we did it. And then it took a life of its own because, you know, we started getting great guests. Yeah, We started getting breaking stories, which was something that I don't think we ever really anticipated. Like we didn't set out to become like, no, uh, like, no, I don't think it was an idea to be like a press, you know, a place that created press, but I don't know if anything has created as much press outside of the news in the past. No, I years. think we are the number one press creating, podcast. creating podcasts in entertainment, at least I don't yeah. know, whatever that has ever been. Yeah. 
Um, and I don't, yeah, the stories are crazy. I mean, it's absolutely, insane. we didn't set out for that though, but I think it was just a combination of, um, the guests we had who felt who, and I start, I remember the trend starting. It started with Maxim Schmierkowski who yeah. started talking about Hope Solo being a bitch and, and Abby Miller. Didn't he talk about Abby Miller too? Yeah. He did talk about Abby Lee Miller, who we later had. He called her a ham, didn't he? he? Yes, he did. He called her a Russian ham. And that he opened up that got press Mm -hmm. and then after that people just started opening up and saying shit that we were like "Uh, okay if you want to say it yeah and then i ended up trying to fuck half the people that came on here. well i I tried too in all fairness but you had a a much bigger success rate well i uh, you mean i mean i wouldn't call it a success rate. (laughs) i refer to it as a penis (laughs) But, uh, but you definitely took your swings, man. I mean, you even had young men on here who weren't even sure their sexuality. Yeah, yet. exactly. I mean, I'd say my proudest moment as far as that goes <laughs> is actually you weren't even there, but we had Gus Kenworthy, who is this out Olympian oh, who's so Jesus. gorgeous and everything. And I got his number and we still talk. I, there was a second there when I thought that there would be a chance where there maybe there'd be, be a little thing, but I don't Trying think it's happening anymore. Trying to get him to jump anymore. the old meat hurdles, huh? <laughs> uh, um, I remember you had some boy on here thinking, I'm like, I don't think we can legally be around this kid. <laughs> we did have Nolan Gould in yeah, a few maybe t- that was him. <laughs> from, uh, from uh, Modern Family. The best part was when Nolan Gould was backing out of the comedy store, and he literally backed his Tesla. He was driving like a Tesla, like a space shuttle, or he might have even just been driving like a group slaves like he has a lot of money right and he basically backed them right into another vehicle and like made a dent reached in his glove box just pulled out a wad of cash <laughs> handed it to someone because who i later found out it wasn't even that person's car that was just somebody who just took a bunch of cash <laughs> from nolan gould part of the reason nolan gould because he was he's young couldn't Tell, didn't want his mom to know. Yes. Because it was under insurance, so he like paid it so that his mom wouldn't find out because he was living with his mom. That's hilarious. By the way, we have with us today, we decided not to do a guest. Right. Because this is about allegedly and this is about us, but we have Anthony, uh, intern Anthony, who's been with us for- A year and a, a half? A year or so? Uh, yeah, one year now. One year in July. And, and, and how has the experience been for you? Yeah, let's hear a little bit from Anthony, basically. Uh, well, well, the first day was the Gus Kenworthy, and now Bachelor star, Colton Underwood. So that was an interesting day, because I just figured Matt was like that all the time. But did you think that it was going to be as gay as it could no, get? No, that's what I didn't expect, was just like Matt losing his mind. <laughs> you, you mean in general, or just that episode? Well, that was the first one, so I was like, is this how it's going to be every episode? Is Matt just like DTF and all these guys? Yeah, it definitely seems way creepy, I think. And did you also feel at that point that you might have been like some sort of puppet that was brought into Matt's <laughs> dark little game where he just goes to a therapist all day and then comes here and talks about banging dudes? Oh, my next question was, where's Theo? And is this like <laughs> two guys trying to get at I need to uh, need to talk to him to make sure that I didn't sign up for something that I did not plan for. That's LA, man. <laughs> you never know, dude. By the way, let's aside from me, I mean we brushed over it kind of like that you had some success or had some flirtations with many a, a female guest. I tried. I mean, uh, yeah. Some successful, some not. Some successful, some not. I remember the one girl that I did like was that skier, that Olympic skater. Um, mm, yeah. You said she was, uh, what was her name? Sh- you liked Cheryl Berg from Dancing with the Stars? 
Was that who that was? Yeah, remember? I got her were, number. You were texting, and then yes, we oh, had and a then story she had some come bad out. press come out, and she would not. She called me a piece on, of shit. Yeah, on our on our podcast, she said she'd rather <laughs> slit her wrists than work with Ian Ziering again, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, People didn't think that was very PC to say slit your wrist, and she got a lot of shit for that. Oh, I thought people didn't want to hear Ian Ziering. Well, which actually in German means slit your wrist. (laughs) Ian Ziering. So you had a chance with her. I did. Well, here she goes, You're a piece of shit. And I was like, I was a piece of shit when we started texting. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, In my defense, that has never changed, Cheryl. Sophie Simmons called me a piece of shit, too. She was not a big fan of of mine. Yeah, she's definitely on my list of least favorite podcasts. That whole family. And I see her all the time at the movie theater. I see her and her family, and I always hide. She seems so lonely. No one of the family hangs out together. They're all fucking, nobody likes anyone. You could have banged Anne Heche, probably. Did you? Oh, yeah. No, I did not. I couldn't find her number in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, also had a girlfriend. Yes, that's true. Um, But there was some funs with Brandy Glanville. Oh, yeah. I met her on here, right? Did I meet her on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. E.G. Daly you met on here? E.G. Daly I met on here. Took me into orgasmic meditation. It got me caught up in a cold of like touching... Senior citizen women around town for months. Which fascinated guests and myself for months. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, I, th- I think I'm more thankful to E.G. Daly than a lot of our other guests because by doing that, she provided, she provided so many stories that we would have for content for our show. Well, it's the dark arts, man. I remember traveling up to some lady's house and like, because orgasmic meditation, for people that don't know, it's where you touch somebody's crotch that you don't know. And it's okay. <laughs> And it's okay. It's also called rape. Okay. Well, the crazy thing is, is like there's such a Me Too movement out here, but then there's also orgasmic meditation classes. Sure. So. But at orgasmic, the purpose of it is to please the woman. It's to pleasure the woman, yeah. And so you, but this one lady's dog attacked me at her house somewhere up and she wouldn't <laughs> lock the dog up. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit out here touching you in the living room if the dog's not locked up. And then the dog attacked me and it, that's when I quit. I said, I can't even handle this kind of shit anymore. Oh, the many, the, where allegedly has taken us is fantastic. The so dirty many joys. So many great places. So, Anthony, I do want to ask, aside from your first day, overall, what's your experience been yeah, like? Yeah, that's a good question, Anthony. Um, you know, it was really cool being in the comedy store, going down there, and then um, seeing you guys. It's totally different when you're actually there as opposed to listening to it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you guys are just like playfully telling each other, hey, don't do it. And other times you're like, no. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's good. It makes it good for when you got anger, you got conversation going on um it was a really fun time i was really surprised at how big some of the guests we got especially as it went on mm. and that was actually one of my first questions matt was well and theo both you guys what was the biggest guest that we got close to booking if you had to name one i know who it was oh yeah well for me buzz aldrin for me <laughs> <laughs> And I uh, tried to ask him, but at the first, I even just said hello to him, and he asked, acted like it was a total piece of shit. <laughs> so by close to booking, he means, <laughs> what guest did you say hello to, yeah, to me, that's that you good. didn't get on the show? That's about as far as yeah, yeah, that's, that's about, close, that pretty much encapsulates the entire <laughs> podcast right there in the booking situation. So um, needless to say, Matt booked all of the guests except so for maybe I, one. So I did probably 90%, and we got really close on a couple that really 
pissed me off when they Sherman didn't Helms, Lady Mills, almost get you, you know, know he's way dead. Is he really? Oh my god. Um, for me, oh. I oh, I, Matt Bomer told me over and over and over again Ugh. he would come on, and every time it got really close, and then the publicist would say, "Oh, next movie," and then the next movie would come out, and I'd go, "Okay," and they'd go, "Oh, next movie," and next movie, and you know what? There's been plenty of people to my face who have said, "I'm coming on." I swear to God, Nisi Nash told me. 3,000 times. Oh. Topher Grace told me a hundred times. Wow. Remember when you and I went and saw, we saw Aaron Paul at that event and he was like, yeah, I'm coming on for sure. Yeah. And then later I, he, he was pretty much like, stop bugging me to come on. And I was like, all right. For- I saw him last week, actually. You did? Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. Nice guy. He should, but he, didn't he does not on. want to come on here. He does not want to come on here. Um, uh, I do remember we almost got Jason Sudeikis one time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, Mark Cuban was supposed to come on. Greg Luganis. Greg Luganis. Uh, we could have gotten actually probably. We could have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about anyone, are you try to get Gary Busey or anybody crazy like that? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you can only try to get Gary Busey. <laughs> I mean, the only problem is you have to send like smoke signals out to get him. You know, I did send a owl with a note. To Gary Busey. Yeah. The problem with trying to book Gary Busey is you'd probably get him and then you have Gary Busey for an hour and yeah. that just sounds like hell to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, go, but yeah, crazy, entertaining. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about as we going back, we had some nutsos. Mm-hmm. We've had some nutsos on the show, mm-hmm. right? I mean, immediately Farrah Abraham comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I remember just as she was talking. She just got submitted again as a guest. Yeah. They just <laughs> actually hit us up and said, we were listening to it and she was so good on the podcast. Like, do you want her to bring her back? And I'm like, uh, what? podcast is over. Partly thanks to her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I remember like looking at her, like as she was talking and going, I don't know. Like, does she even know where she is right now? She's on drugs. And then I remember we had Courtney Stodden in and remember oh, she yeah. had her little sippy cup filled with like champagne. She had a baby cup filled with wine, like a child's cup. <laughs> like think about a child, like somewhere there was a child looking for its cup. Exactly. With her hu- husband, yeah. her much older husband. Who was blatantly homosexual. <laughs> no, we don't know that. Well, we also know it. Well, they're not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah and exactly. They're not together anymore. And he also has been seen with Greg Lugain. Stop recently. it. Stop it. So we've had, we've definitely had some nutsos. And I'm going to ask you though, Theo, while we're on it. I don't want one of the questions and we'll do some social media questions because we got a lot. People mm-hmm. want to know a lot about this, but not your favorite guest. But is there a weirdest moment that pops out in your head thinking over the past hundred and fifty three year show? Is there a, a, a weird moment or a favorite moment that popped out in your head? Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked having, when we got to have Andy Cohen, I thought that that was fun, you yeah. know. Just cause oh, I like, he wanted to fuck you, by the way. I like way. being around Andy. And that always feels nice, you know, yeah, if anybody wants to fuck you. It didn't feel nice for me because he wanted to fuck you and <laughs> yeah, not me. So that, that, I mean, good for you. That was a good yeah. one for you. But also, who wanted to fuck you? I remember um, no. <laughs> that kid that you had in that time. Who was that kid? <laughs> <laughs> I had nobody who wanted yeah, to fuck sure. me. No, no, somebody did. That guy, um, who was that? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't Josh oh, Flagg. The guy, uh, oh yeah, it wasn't <laughs> Josh Flagg. That guy was fucking You like, know what? While we're on it, let's do it. Favorite and least favorite guest. Favorite! 
Probably Farrah Abraham. Is your favorite? Yes, because she was such a fucking train wreck, dude. Like, she could have died or something, and she wouldn't have had any clue. <laughs> so I think that's always pretty fun. My least favorite, probably Cokie Simmons or whatever her name was. Cokie Simmons? Uh, Smokey Sophie Simmons. Simmons. Sophie Simmons, yeah. Okay. Sophie Simmons, yeah. I'm going to go my favorite was Dennis Quaid. Just mm. because that was the first huge guest we got. Mm-hmm. And I just remember him as not only a huge movie star that we got, but also I'll never forget. They told us we can't ask about Randy Quaid. Yeah. And Theo decided (laughs) that he wanted to get to him, but in a way that like wasn't obvious. So obviously Randy Quaid's known for Christmas vacation. Right. So first of all, for the first half of the episode, I would just be humming bills. (laughs) Okay. And then I followed up with, uh, so Dennis, what's your favorite Christmas movie? (laughs) <laughs> this was, by the way, while Randy was like going crazy and like yeah. MIA and whatever. And he just, I think he caught on because he just looked at Theo and he was like, Elf. Yeah. <laughs> Elf. Yeah. Next question. By and- the way, Dennis Quaid, who then left. And then someone ran into the studio afterwards and said, Dennis Quaid's getting in a fight in the parking lot. <laughs> Remember that? And we were like, it was like we were in high school. Yeah, no, it, was it was like, awesome. oh, let's run. We ran out. Like, oh, Dennis Quaid's in a fight in the lot. <laughs> <laughs> we went outside, dude. And he was drinking tequila out of like a fucking, out of like a uh, capoeira shoe. We did, we did shots with him actually yeah. afterwards because we were sponsored at the time by a, a tequila or whatever. And I remember he did, and we were like, the shot to whatever. And he said, John Lennon. I was like, all right, John Lennon. We'll Who also got shot in the head. <laughs> no. yeah. So Dennis Quaid, my favorite guest. Briefly mentioned it, least favorite guest of all time, Josh Flagg. No question in my mind. Yeah. He was someone who was Deviant. such an arrogant dick yep. that literally halfway through the podcast, I said, do you know our names? Yeah. And he said, no. And I was like, does that bother you? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, great. This yeah. is where we stand right now. And if you remember, he drove like his Bentley mm-hmm. and then left, came back in and asked us for the $4 for valet Yeah, in his Bentley. What and a, that really pissed me off. What a piece. What a piece. It's just gross. Okay. I got some questions throughout the episodes that see how well you guys have actually learned about each other. Okay. So first question is for Theo. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the cake company that Matt used to order to himself with messages? That is um, Carvel. Correct. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. Okay. Uh, Here, give me the... Theo, name one other cake company. <laughs> All right, so he knew it from fucking process of elimination. <laughs> oh, Betty Crocker's. There you go. That's a good one. Okay. Um, they make good cake. Matt, what type of candy did Theo feed the squirrels as a child that killed them? Kit Kats. Yeah. And they died ding, ding. on their own. They, <laughs> I did feed them the candy, but then they died. You know what? Bef- before we go to another question, I want to ask you, and I think this is something, what, and I'm going to do it for me. What is your, in the beginning, we used to tell stories, mm-hmm. right? And that was round one. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite most memorable story of mine? Mm-hmm. And I can say what my favorite most memorable story of yours is. Okay. I will say yours. I think it was the you some dude you gave a BJ to at like in Pittsburgh by like a golf course or something. <laughs> Are you doing another podcast with somebody uh-huh. else? No, no. I've never blown anybody at a golf course in Pittsburgh. 
Just checking. <laughs> um, it was when that old lady spit on your glasses. Oh, you do love that. You do love that. <laughs> or also the one where you took Ben Affleck out to party and you guys went to fucking where? And Well, he wanted Bingo. to come to the NYO dorms, <laughs> but I didn't even know of any parties. Um, and that, that was was he just trying to hook up with high school to college chicks? You think? For sure. For sure. At the NYU dorms, it seemed like the worst place to go. It seemed like a bunch of fucking Me Too rats in there. Okay, my favorite of yours is the tie between when the car drove off into the lake mm-hmm. and there was a ham in the car that you thought was a baby. Yeah. That was a really good one. Yeah. And also, I love- Get the ham! Yeah. That's from like that uh, Shop Till You Drop TV show. Remember that? Yeah. Get the ham! <laughs> the Farmer John Ham was always worth twenty eight dollars, dude. So if somebody would always be at the front, just yelling, "Get the ham!" <laughs> okay, that was a, one of my favorites. Um, Get the ham! I also loved when you dropped a dildo that a little Vietnamese boy picked up or something along oh, those man. lines. Oh man, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, well, thank God for years of therapy, I'd forgotten about. Oh, that. Oh, also when you played tickle tickle with a, <laughs> a kid in the jacuzzi on a cruise, right? Wasn't that a kid? Yeah, a redheaded kid, first of all, which is barely a kid. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. While we're speaking of st- stories, one of my favorite memories, or th- the memories of it, is the fact that I'd be telling these ridiculous stories, or you and I'd be telling these ridiculous stories about <laughs> shitting our pants or whatever, to these like genuine stars. <laughs> I, I remember when I was, when we had Dennis Quaid in, and I told him the story about how I pissed in a Snapple jar, Ugh. and then a little- and You were drinking a Snapple too while you were at it. What yeah, right. And, and he was just like, okay. You know, like, <laughs> all right, are we told these What's stories about-, about? <laughs> Yeah, what did I say? A lot of these people had no idea what they were talking about. How many publicists got fired because they (laughs) fucking put their clients on our show? That that is a good question. That is a great question. That is a great question. Dude, that is a great question. Imagine going back through. I bet now you could text those people. Dude, remember when um who was the lady that almost got AIDS? Almost got AIDS. The lady that almost got AIDS. Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. Denise Richards. When Denise Richards almost came on as co-ho- as a co-host for a while. Yes, she did. I, well, I remember when she came on, we got a lot of press off of that one, and her publicist was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who said Denise Richards could do your podcast? And I was like, well, I know Denise Richards. And so Denise Richards came on. Haven't spoken to Denise Richards in quite a while. Yeah. So, by the way, but you know what? We took one. We did. We it was worth it. Yeah, it was we a great took one episode. For the team. She's also a senior citizen. Let's not forget that. Okay, y'all burn a lot of bridges through this show. Oh, definitely, dude. They call him Matt. Matt is short for matches. <laughs> that dude has burned a lot of bridges. If I had a dollar for every time I was looking through the window and just seeing the publicist go, <laughs> like just shaking a head. Yeah. Shut a lot up. of fucking mules in this town. <laughs> a lot of schmoops. You were so happy to have Tiffany oh. in because I remember I told you we booked Tiffany and you did, had no idea. You were like, okay, great. And then I told you it was, I think you're alone. We're alone now, singer. And then you, it was like a fire. Was, you were so excited about this chick. And that's what they say when we're together. Okay. Stop. Dude, Stop. It, watch Dude, it was so good, man. She was great. She, she was, was a great, great guest. Man. I had a lot of fun with her. Yeah, and it was just interesting what it was like. She used to go to malls. First of all, can you imagine parking at a mall, walking in? 
That sounds miserable. I think of, I think. So she used to do that, dude. And it was amazing. There was like, that's when there was like thousands of screaming fans. Like you got every moment of your pop stardom right then at that moment. I'm thinking in retrospect of all the musicians we've had on. Mm-hmm. We had Praz from the Fugees on. Mm-hmm. Remember? And like one yeah. of his drummer OD'd or something. He told a story about that. Yeah. He seemed kind of shady too. We had Brian DL. from Head from Corn. Brian Welch. Remember? Mm-hmm. And he used to talk about how he'd FedEx himself drugs in the mail. Yeah, he used to FedEx himself heroin. We had Aaron Carter on. Oh, yeah. Questionable was, musician, but musician. And he had that drug mule with him. His girlfriend was a drug mule. <laughs> no, we don't know. Madison was her name. <laughs> he later came out of the closet. The one that I really had a chance with, I didn't even go after. And I don't, and honestly though, do you, I don't think that he was gay. I think he was just, you think he just up. said it to, I think he was pretty mixed up and he was just in a space and he didn't know what to do. And like, yeah, I think just childhood stardom just can really ruin people. Or maybe know? he's bisexual. That's what he said. But maybe he is. What's wrong with maybe being it? I, I, I bet you he's fucked up. Maybe being it. I didn't say that, but the, he was never been it though. I believe He said that he's never been with a man. He did? Yeah. But he called himself bisexual? Yeah. He said, uh, I'm gay, bisexual. And then he also said he's coming out with a new song. I'm trying to think of what other musicians we And had. his sister had passed away. Remember that? So I think part of him was like him channeling like his, his sister a little bit. What? It, that that does not make sense at all. Well, yeah, because his sister could date men. Yeah, so I no, I know. I, I get what you're sister. trying to say, but that makes no sense at all. Oh, it easily could make oh, sense. Oh, I'm bisexual because my past sister is I'm, I'm feeling her spirit and she likes dudes so therefore i like dudes yeah i think it could happen <laughs> you're insane you don't think it'll be residual effects of a sibling or maybe he's just bi i doubt it <laughs> maybe he didn't seem bi dude he didn't seem bi he seemed like he was on drugs and he seemed like his girlfriend was muling dope and it seemed like he came out of the closet because he didn't know what else to do because he got busted with drugs in syracuse well, based Dude, on if that, I got bust with a couple grams of Syracuse, I'd yell I'm gay for a few <laughs> minutes just to fucking get out, to fucking bring the heat down a little, you know? It's the only, it was his last thing left to do in Hollywood to be like, I'm gay, you know, like he'd done it all. He'd been abused, he'd been taken advantage of, he'd been molested, he'd been unmolested, he'd been fried, deep fried, he'd been regurgitated. He'd been stolen from. He was in every lawsuit with family manager, his sibling. He was everything had ever had. Everything had happened to him. So he's just checking every box. Yeah, I think there was nothing left to do yeah. except be like, I'm gay, I'm yeah. not gay, and then it'll be suicide well, in a few years. He wasn't doing boxes anymore. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, then based off of that, Matt, can you name four very popular 90s bands and the members that you've had on? Mm. Ooh, we had Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees, Ooh, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that makes five. Um, 90s bands. Um, does Fuji's count? No. Uh, yeah, six. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do we have from 90s bands? Brian Ed Welch. Yes. That's a that's a current band. John Popper. John Blues Popper. Traveler. That's another one. Yeah, dude. Oh, remember and he gave you gave He gave harmonicas? us each a freaking Monica, bro. Oh, he was great. He was he was great. He was such a cool dude. Such a cool guy. Um, man. okay. He was, he was all about the good stuff. Two more. Uh, two more. Um oh, man, We had Mel B from the Spice Girls. Yeah, that's seven. That's not one of 
<laughs> Remember Mel B from this place? Oh girls? yeah, that was dude. great. Talking about uh, Eddie Murphy and oh, that oh, one yeah. actually made a, got a lot of press. That one. That one did. Um, uh, who okay. else do we have? Who else? Nineties. Um, Chameleon Air actually has an office right on the hall. Lovely, but wasn't on our show. But he is in the hall. Oh, <laughs> counts. He's almost on our show. Nineties. Uh, who else? Let me. Oh, Tiffany. Eighties. Tiffany's 80s, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Oh, I know who. Uh, Aaron Carter. Yes, but no. No. Okay. In a, a band, band. In um, a band in the 90s. In a band in the 90s. I love 90s bands. I, I can't. They were really close with uh, 98 Degrees. Was it? Oh, Lance Bass. Yeah. Lance Bass. Yes, in sync. Very good. Damn. We never had anybody from... Backstreet Boys in. Mm-mm. We never had anybody from O Town in. Um, I don't know who is it. Mark McGrath. Mark oh, McGrath. Oh, he was great. Sugar Ray. Mark McGrath. He was great. He was heading to the funeral of the Stone Temple uh, Scott Weiland. Yeah. And then he sp- spoke about it, and that one got a lot of press. Speaking of, what's your favorite press story that we broke? Can you think of any? I think it was the one Chelsea Handler, what's your name, calling out Chelsea Handler. Yeah, Heather like McDonald. Chelsea Handler was a piece of shit, and we should have probably supported Heather McDonald. Yeah. Because we probably knew in our hearts that Chelsea Handler was a tyrant. Yes. You know? Or that's how I feel anyway. Because it seemed like everybody in her thing was afraid to talk to yeah. her. Yeah. And I, w- and I went there and worked on it, and she was mean. She didn't even look at me. Yeah. You know, which is, I just think it's a rude way to be around people. But anyway, that was huge. That and Heather was, was all huge. worried. Heather still has a lawsuit pending against the podcast company she worked for. Apparently, the man like sexually did some sexual stuff towards her. Jeez, yeah, that was that was huge. There was a couple times she when cried. we cried. I remember meeting up with Heather and she was crying. I, it was tough. I felt I felt most for that one after the fact. Yeah, because she was being genuine, mm-hmm. and yeah, she what what she said was heard. And accurate, but and held against her. everybody went against her. <coughs> you can't go against Chelsea Handler, apparently. Well, you can. It's just at that point, Chelsea Handler was like, like you know, making people money. But I've heard they've made up. That's Hollywood. At least in the thing. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, there was several times we were trending topics on Facebook, you know, on Facebook, Twitter. Facebook, that's crazy, Everything. Man. We were. I mean, my favorite story, not really a story, but a story that we broke was Margaret Cho talking about the boysenberry pie that mm. she watched John Travolta eat in front of her in the trailer. She made, and he made her hold his wig while, she, <laughs> while he ate a boysenberry pie. <laughs> Just the With image a spoon. of because you know John Travolta fascinates me. Just the it's image so of kinetic, him eating it, the brother. It's so rich white people hold my wig pie. while I eat this boysenberry pie. That is the most rich white people shit I've ever heard, dude. Okay, uh, let's see what else. I'm so got. sick of the rich, bro. Speaking of which. which Kardashian did Kev Adams attempt to get a uh, picture with at a party? I know who. Kendall. Kylie. Kendall. Kendall's my dream girl too. Kendall or Julia Roberts? <laughs> really young or really old? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Just women, bro. Those yeah. are two decent women that are out there in the world right now that are looking probably for lovers. Even though the Kardashians only date mostly brothers, huh? Basketballs and rappers. That's it. All right. Uh, what guest worked at a Hooters? Jamie Kennedy. No. Jamie Kennedy worked at Olive Garden. 
Yeah. He still works at Olive Garden. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Wait, who worked at Hooters? Oh, uh, hey, uh, uh, uh ja- I know who. Jamie? Ja- Jamie? Is her name? No. Jamie. Jamie Palladino? No. No. Um, gosh, who Jamie worked Lee at Curtis? Hooters? No. Who worked at Hooters? Fair Abraham? No. It was uh, Catherine Ryan. Catherine, I said it. That's who I was thinking. The English comedian. Wow. That's who I was thinking of. You know, we've had a lot of comedians on the podcast. Hooters must have a different uh, definition in Britain. Stop it. Stop (laughs) it. Really? I could see that. And she had a lot of work done, so I think it was pre... Yeah, she had a lot of work You know, we've had a lot of comedians on the podcast, tons, um, to the point where I was fucking sick and tired of hearing of comedians, but Mm -hmm. we we had some great ones. Joe Coy. Joe Coy, Howie Mandel. Remember we had Howie Mandel? We went to Howie's place. Yeah. his son's house. Uh, Angela Johnson, Eric Griffin. Yeah. Uh, Polly, Polly Shore we had. Yeah, Polly was great. I was here, I was at the comedy store when they had the... Thing for his mom, the memorial. Yeah, the memorial. Yeah. No, he he he, and he was a interesting guest. And he Weird is dude. um yeah yeah no he's an interesting guest he's an interesting guest I mean, he's been through a lot. Do you know? I want to say what my favorite. Do you have a favorite allegedly story outside of allegedly from or experience? For me, it was either when we walked the red carpet of that Christmas movie oh, with yeah. Seth Rogen and people were asking us questions like really gave a shit like yeah. what we. Because we were breaking press. And secondly, we did do the Entertainment Weekly. Um, with Betsy Brown. With Betsy Brandt podcast, Betsy Brandt. live podcast. That was a lot of fun. We yeah. did a good thing. Entertainment Weekly named us their must-listen-to podcast yeah. in 2016. <laughs> dude. That's so awesome, bro. It's incredible, really. And also, what's crazy is this, dude. That um, What's crazy is that... Uh, that remember that one assistant we hired and she just like took a money and like went to fucking the electric daisy carnival. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not hear about this. Yeah. Was her we name paid like, her up front and she showed up one day like 15 minutes late, all coked up out of her brain. And, and then she never Madison showed up again. Madison. And remember we had that other guy. Uh, oh, that guy was a blatant homosexual too. That was fury, angry at everything. He was like the type that was like, I can get you Meryl Streep. And we were like, okay, cool. And then and nobody. Yeah. We came in a week later. He had lit can- like 50 candles and was like conjuring Meryl Streep from like the fucking depths of his fucking <laughs> Song. Who's a guest that you wish we had gotten on the podcast that we never did? Could be realistic or not realistic. Hmm. Michael Landon not included. Mm. Although we did get quite a few people who had connections to Michael Landon over the years. Yeah, I would probably say Michael Landon. I just said Michael Landon not included. Okay, not included then? Yes. I would say probably... Who's your dream guest? Mm. You used to say, I know who it is. You wanted Liam Neeson really mm. bad. All the time, he used to ask me to get Liam Neeson. Yeah. I'm like, Sean, we're, Sean Connery. I'm like, we're getting Fair Abraham and Courtney Stoddard. <laughs> you think Liam Neeson and Sean Connery are going to respond to us? Like, okay. I always wanted, mm-hmm. obviously, Bette Midler, but aside from her, Alanis Morissette. That's who I worked oh, on wow. more than anybody because I am a 90s fan. And she had her own podcast. I don't know anymore, but never got her. Wow. Mm. Oh well. Yeah, she would have been great, man. Who else would have been good, dude? I think. Um, did we have Bob Saget? That would have been a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. This one is for Matt. 
Theo has a pretty famous story at this point involving cocaine and what baseball legend on a radio show? Mm. Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. And I told that story to David Spade and it really scared him. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things about the David Spade episode was, do you remember he... He had his assistant bring his own chair. Yes. Like our chairs, he because he had back problems or whatever, but it was like a special oh ch- chair that, they, that this poor girl had to carry down the steps into yeah. the comedy store so that David could sit on it. Yeah. And she filed a, she filed like a rape charge against him. Wait, was this a foldable um, chair? It was <laughs> me like, too. I had to lug it down those stairs too, huh? It wasn't a foldable no, chair. It was, it was like, like a, a little throne. It was like a wooden like a baby chair. throne. Yeah, it was like legit. And I was like, okay. Yeah. We Yeah. It was like the emperor has new diapers. It was like a baby throne. <laughs> it really was. And she, um, and then he had like barrettes in his hair too. Do you remember that? I would kind of not expect anything. He's kind of goth. He has like that Avril Lavigne kind of thing going. He's kind of like Missouri goth kind of. Any of that Farrah Fawcett haircut? He was someone that I pestered, pestered to come Yeah, he on. felt pestered. I remember seeing him in the hallway at the comedy store and be like, tell your buddy to leave me alone. And I was like, you're not getting off the hook because I have your actual phone number as mm-hmm. opposed to a publicist. And I'm going to bother you because you said you were coming on. And mm-hmm. he came on. And he came on. He came on. He lived up to it. And, you know, I, I'm looking back too at some of the other, like he was a pretty, pretty big name. Yeah. You know, we, I'm looking at some of the other big names. We had, um. You know, like uh, Jillian Bell was on, who turned out to be the big, this big actress sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We had, I remember that guy from, uh, from Jeffrey Donovan from that Burn Notice show. Oh, yeah. That guy that was, was good. We had Fortune Feimster in. She was fun. Um, we've had some, I'm trying to think of some of the other. What about big some other gay people that we had in? Bruce Valanche. Bruce Beautiful Valanche, man. Lovely, wonderful man. He's the best. Um, and, you know, we actually have had, and I wanted to say this, thank you to some of our guest hosts who filled in for you or I when Josh we weren't Peck. there. Josh Peck came in a lot. He's Mo Mandel best. came out a lot. Mo Mandel. Came, came in a lot. We had um, Dr. Will in the beginning. Dr. Will from Big Brother did some uh, guesting. Yeah, he did some guessing until he said the lights in the studio were too bright for him. Yeah. <laughs> he was they there. They call him Eddie Munster. He was there when Abby Lee Miller was there. He oh, was the guest host really? for Abby Lee I Miller. I go back and who listen we, to that again. Who we also made cry. <laughs> yeah, who we also sent to prison. When I said, <laughs> are you ready to go to jail? And it was like, and then <laughs> we said, are, are you afraid of lesbian, you know, encounters in jail? Things like that. She's still in jail. I think she is. We had Dax Holt and Kelly from TMZ did some guest hosting. Yeah. We had Jeff from Big Brother came in a couple times. So we had some good, some solid people that we could call in wow, and, true, and do stuff. I remember like these people, they're all good people. Oh, they're all probably some of, them are top, some of the top 60 or 70 people I've ever met. I was surprised at how many of them were down to earth. That was nice. Yeah, Josh Peck's so down to earth. Yeah. He's way more down to earth than Mo Mandel, I think. <laughs> Josh Peck is like really too is. normal. You're like, yeah. you shouldn't be on TV. Well, that's why, you know, Drake is fucked up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the rapper and Drake from Drake and Josh. <laughs> and the crazy thing is Drake's girlfriend sent me like some weird DMs in the middle of the night. And then when I like hit on her, she like, she's like, don't you, you met me before. Like, you know, I have a boyfriend. I'm like, where the fuck are you sending me shit in the middle of the night? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know? Really? Yeah. Whatever her name is, Miss Drake. Miss Drake. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm looking up our list of guests. Okay. Oh, I have them right here if you oh, need them. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Anthony, the professional. I remember when Anthony didn't even have a bed, then he was living on some <laughs> man's roof somewhere. That's true. I'm like, this guy's going to end up being, 
It literally was. And then we get like free mattresses from the place we got. And neither of us gave our mattress to him. <laughs> Poor guy was sleeping like literally on some hay. And but we could have done it. Uh, I thought about it. I would pray for him on that mattress. But we gave night. us, we gave him the, the, the brain pills. <laughs> Remember the. Yeah, how that stuff helped. Fac- focus factor. Yeah, no, don't ever give those to anybody <laughs> or buy those. Those are not, those are drugs. They're, yeah. they're drugs without the fun part. <laughs> uh, they definitely, you definitely had a little bit of a rattle after that, I remember. We've had quite a, a, some interesting advertisers over the years, oh, too, yeah. and we want to thank them for sure, but. I want to thank some of them. Casper Mattress actually gave me the worst fucking back pain, and I can't wait to involved in that <laughs> class action suit. It. I'm serious. Actually, that was Lisa Mattress, right? No, you got Lisa. No, I have Casper and Lisa. You do? Yeah. Well, oh. I give Lisa to Cody. I love my Casper mattress. Oh, I, we only got one Lisa mattress. You got it. Oh, uh, well, hey. And I, so you got two mattresses that Anthony didn't get. <laughs> and I got one Casper. Anthony, you almost got my brother's bed, though. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. He was just like, hey, you want this bed? I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get it here. And he's like, okay, I'll just throw it out. And I was like, well, I'll just stay wow. with the hay then. Uh, I wanted a pair of those undies y'all kept giving out. Me giving undies? out a lot of underwear in the beginning couple of seasons. Did you ever get a pair or no? No, it was like after I joined, you guys stopped getting free I'm underwear. I'm going to get you a pair. That's what I'm going to get as a parting gift. Yeah, I'd say some of my favorite stuff is we got the meal services for a while, like oh, the yeah. blue aprons and stuff, and that was fun. Um, I really liked uh, the the MeUndies was a lot of fun. Um, we had those <laughs> those bars. Do you remember those like like pee bars or not pee like oh, urine like, like corn bars corn, yeah. <laughs> carrots <laughs> it was like the idea of carrots it was basically like of just like a shape they were like vegetable bars and they were so bad one of them was a drawing of a fucking candy bar and it was like <laughs> six calories we, they were so bad <laughs> we, we had some crazy stuff that advertised we did i remember in the beginning we did um adamandeve.com and I oh, got yeah, some free sex, sex toys. toys. You did, you got some? Yeah, I got a free dild. Oh! I didn't. I never used bro. it. <laughs> Quiet down. I never used bro. it, but they were I like, "I don't care." What do you want? And I was like, "Well, there's really not much that I'm gonna possibly use. I send me a D." Oh! Right, so you're like, I'll just take a free one. I'm not gonna use. Did That's you give gross, it away, bro? That's great. No, it's in my drawer. You never know when you're gonna need a D. Oh. I mean, maybe someone's gonna want to oh. experiment. You know what? Let's talk oh about this. Oh, my God, thing. bro. Let's talk about. Let me get this fucking knife out of it. Let's talk about. Throat. One, of the, one of the fan questions that I, I was going to get to, but one of them, an interesting question is, how have you grown or changed or how are you different from where we began from where we're ending today? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I, I mean, there are some actual changes that you made in your life. Yeah, I mean, I'm sober these days. I'm actually yep. two years sober today. Holy, pretty today? Cool. So I started on that. I remember fucking up a couple of like, I think even places we were supposed to be or something because I was just fucked up or I'd been up the night before. I think yeah. I remember that. So I remember being like, dude, yeah, this I spaced. I can't go in today or just something like that. So, uh, you know, that I think is definitely different. What else? You've got a girlfriend. I'm older. Yeah. Got a girlfriend. I'm older. On or off porn? Yeah. Um, I was doing pretty good until yesterday. So <laughs> back on. <laughs> back on. Uh, and yeah, that's it, man. I and mean, career. I mean, in the in the time you did a careers, special. I did a comedy special. I did. Um, and what else? Yeah, I just did a pilot. 
So, yeah, the career's been kind of a little bit, I mean, I've just gotten better as a comedian, but I think it was kind of time for that to happen a little bit anyway. Yeah. But it's definitely been a good time. All right. And what about you? You didn't have a job when we started, did you? Didn't have a job. Um, Didn't have, I'd say how I changed, how I've changed over it is, you know what? Doing the podcast actually taught me a lot of just responsibility. Yeah. You know, something that I never really had to take care of, you know, do really. Oh yeah. Um, money management. Cause we did get paid for, uh, kind of advertisers and just keeping track of all that dealing with publicists, which if I never have to deal with the publicist again in the rest of my life, I'm going to be a happy really man, for sure. They are evil, satanic. Most of them. We've had a couple good ones who have been big, uh, supporters of the show and that's been really nice, but yeah. going after just a random publicist and the way they treat you is awful. But why I mean, do they do that? Because they don't, they don't, they don't, publicists live vicariously through whoever their client is. Right. And their whole job is to be a bitch and say no to these people. Unbelievable. And they don't respond or they're a bitch and whatever. Um, but personally, I'd say, you know, I have been seeing someone for about a month now. So that's. Wow, that's huge. Somewhere man. that I never, ever expected that I would be. Oh, um, yeah. That's crazy. And this is a man? It is a man. Wow, so that's a plus. It's it an is adult, a legal adult. Thirty-two-year-old man um, with a job. Um, I've gone through the baby ups and downs, and I really want to still stick that out. Right. I know you really been talk- talked about getting a baby, and that's when I was like, "This shit's getting way weird." Dude. And I think I've uh, you know focused more on what my career, what I want, which is to write and do scripts and stuff like that. And, and you've had success with that throughout com- this, completely. And uh, one of the questions that came up has come up a little a lot is why are we stopping allegedly right Right. so my answer to that is a it's been a great run and i don't think we can get higher than where we've gotten at some of the points we were starting to get some really cool guests at the end like jake johnson and chris pontius and things like that yeah chris pontius was great but it's a lot of work to keep it up and we both want to focus on you know, other things in our lives. You have your own pod- podcast and everybody should go listen to that. You have your career, yeah. you know, that you need to focus on. I've got what I need to focus on in my stuff. And also like, let's end on a good positive note, you know, as opposed to just hitting the bottom of the dregs to get other guests. And, and I think we've done what we needed to do. Well, you agree? Or what, what are yeah, no, I agree. Look, man, you've it? definitely like been the captain of the ship so much. I mean, I brought on that one girl that took the money and did coke with it that mm. one time, you know. Oh, you brought the porn star guest in. Too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that? Really? that was good. Yeah. Remember that? Was she cool or not? She was Asian. Yeah, she was really cool. Remember? Oh, yeah. I saw Akira. She yeah. was a great guest. She was great. She's great, actually. She was awesome. Um, You brought Harlan Williams in. That was Yeah, good. Harlan was a lot great. of fun. He was a crazy guy on a disco ride. Well, <laughs> Harlan have Williams, some of your daddy's lemonade. Who, if you listen to the episode, yeah. <laughs> Theo and Harlan kind of decided. I don't know if they decided together, but to trick me. But Harlan's telling these stories about driving <laughs> off a cliff with his best friend. The car goes upside down. Yeah. He's laying in there. He's like trying to grab water and holding his best friend's dying hand. And I'm buying it hook, yeah. line, and sinker. Well, uh, hey, Everything that you guys were saying. Harlan wrote a sequel to Thelma and Louise. <laughs> and uh, that's what Matt didn't realize. I didn't realize it at all. He literally told me he drove off a canyon. <laughs> and I believed it the whole time. Yeah. Um, no, that was a great moment, man. Um, but yeah, going I, back to, I think, yeah, part of it is like, yeah, I mean, it's like, 
I mean, if I'm going to try and really be a good comic, I think I just have to focus more on that now, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, yeah, and I feel like we've definitely, I mean, I, I, we've done as much as we could do with this podcast. And you've done so much, man. Like, I started to feel also like yeah. I was just like a, I mean, you were carrying a lot of the weight, like a lot of the guests, like all the booking, you know? Like, yeah, I know. You've done a lot. Well, I think part of it is, too, we want to salvage our friendship to yeah. make sure that that stays strong because yeah, I miss being friends. Sometimes we don't even get to be friends anymore yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. Just cause you only tell like, you know, it would just, I'm sure for you it's probably frustrating um, or, you know, whatever. It's just, it's hard. And it was a lot harder on you. And I started to feel, I guess a little bit embarrassed, like, fuck, you know, I can't even uh, feel bad about even calling Matt as a buddy because he's already having to put up with me as a fucking shoddy co-host. Doing a podcast is hard. Yeah. It ain't easy. So we and we we got it done and we're we're staying friends and going to strengthen that and people can follow us individually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> it just felt like the right time. It yeah. just felt like the time. Honestly, you just got back from out of the I mean you just got back from an island too, didn't you? Yeah, I was in the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Um and I wanted you to sound tan for the last episode. <laughs> uh, wait. So if a lot of guys something. are listening, Matt is very tan right now. Wait, shh, Dick. I was going to say something. Oh, I was going to say part of the also thing. It's not like we had any like really great guests that we were scheduled to have come on. Right. Or like we were getting great advertisers or anything. So it's not like I was, I think we, we hit our mark. And the only, I feel bad for Anthony. Like we were solely supporting this poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. What, not what, that well, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Anthony. Uh, I love how Matt considers that solely supporting <laughs> yeah. you. Um, what uh, What are you going to do for work, Anthony? What are you doing for work? You're working a lot. Yeah. Um, no, my friends and I, uh, we're going to start doing some videos and stuff together because we all went to college for that. So I don't know. I figured out something. Move to a different uh, different person's garage and sleep there for a couple weeks. So I'll figure <laughs> it out again. Um, all right, guys. You guys ready for the final tally? Yes. You want to keep rolling? No, actually, before the final tally. Yeah. Before the final tally, can you just give us some of the names that we've forgotten of some of the guests that we've had? Uh, okay. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, Theo's boy, Simon Rex. Oh, yeah. Dirt Nasty, Yeah, man. Dirt Nasty. Yeah. Let's uh, talk to him today. Dr. Drew. Oh, yeah. Dr. Drew Pinsky. Oh, that was a good one. And remember, we played with him. About Fair Abram. Well, yeah. And he, that got started. But we he, also played STD Challenge. STD Challenge. That was great. He had to say the, the, condi- the symptoms of an STD and we yeah. had to guess it. And we just thought everything was gonorrhea. Yeah. It was the only one we knew. We had Sherry O'Terry. Remember? That was fun. She told that story about yeah. uh, Chris Farley bringing a hooker to the SNL yeah. set. That was great. And she made me buy her a $300 steak. <laughs> You, I left when mean? she ordered another bottle of wine. She's like, I'm going to get another bottle of wine. I was like, I'm going to get out of here. And it's on the Vaughn account? <laughs> <laughs> I left her and Matt over in Beverly Hills somewhere okay. on a back porch drink of wine. Let's see. Another, another. well, the, the one you guys always referenced that seemed like just a hell of a good time was the Dudesons. Oh, Dudesons yeah. Dudesons was crazy, dude. The Dudesons. When the, the guy like... Brought that rubber ba- band back on his head, and then we went and we did our own little Yeah, that stunts. was awesome, dude. Where we ate fire, and you put your hand in a mousetrap. Mouse so did you, didn't you? Uh-uh. You spun wow. the wheel, and you got that one. But we did that thing at the end where they had the gun that that I lost, that they uh, oh, you foam got shot out of me. Yeah, gun. that was cool. 
I'm trying to think. James Vanderbeek, we had him oh, on. Oh, Vanderbeek was good. He was fun. He was I remember different. him saying he never watched the final episode of Dawson's Creek. We had Christina Milian on. Oh, remember yeah. Milian. She used to date Lil Wayne. Yeah. We talk about Lil Wayne a lot. Yeah. <coughs> wow, and that's huge. Similar to that, Karuchi Tran. Karuchi. One photo of her, and it was 300 likes on on our webpage, like on Twitter and stuff. By far the most likes. Wow. No. She was, she's kind of falling off the face of the earth, too. Yeah, she has Amber Rose. Wow. Remember when we had Amber Rose in? Yeah, she was rose-tarded, dude. She was, she was a half she hour like late, a, if you remember that. Yeah. She looked like somebody had tattooed a fucking couple of gallons of Oh, stop of, it. She was very nice. Milk. She was very <laughs> sweet. And she talked about Kanye, and that was one of our biggest stories that we've ever had. She was nice. I she know. was nice. I'm just being mean today. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey was dope. Gilbert Gottfried was dope, but I also heard crazy stories that he would just like walk up to a movie set that was filming in New York and just go on the set and eat. Well, who doesn't do that? Everyone else. <laughs> Brittany Snow, remember we had her on? Oh, yeah. I think she was on Hook Up, but she wouldn't admit it. <laughs> I don't know about that. She had a little little fire, a little, um, what was it? Some heat Ginger. after our episode. No, after episode, she got in trouble a little bit. She did? Yes, yeah, she did. And she approached me at an event afterwards to kind of just like, was I a bitch? Was it, did I fuck up? And I was like, no, you were fine. Why did she, was she mean at the end of the episode? No, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but. Oh, oh I remember. I remember. Um, she said all of her fans thought that she was pissed off at you guys. So they, they all were like being mean to her. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, is that maybe she was being. Yeah, kind she of a might bitch. have. She said that's. She said her sarcasm doesn't come across on radio, which I don't really know. Yeah, what that, what means. that means is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give us some uh, other just big names. This is exciting for me. Okay, okay. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Oh yeah. Haley Joel Osment. We had the fucking kid from the Sixth Sense in. That and was and he's alive. Awesome. And remember, I was kind of asking him about weight gain. He was like, fuck it. I eat whatever I want. Yeah. That was, that was really He looks awesome. a little bit fat, but then I saw his sister at a comedy show, too. Oh, yeah. yeah Emily Joel Osment. Emily Joel Osment. Well, Emily Osment. <laughs> well, whatever. Emily uh, Joel. See, in my opinion, the best guest, uh, mm-hmm. Spencer Pratt. Oh, yeah. Oh, Spencer. The hummingbird master, the guy that is illegally uh, breeding hummingbirds who, uh, up in Calabasas when and who we announced, will be going to prison for it. When we announced we were ending this, actually tweeted us and he said did. he was very upset about, oh, that reminds me of Ross Matthews. Remember when we had Ross Matthews in and he said he wanted to act and we said you couldn't play a slave owner? Yeah. And then he acted like the slave owner yes. in his Ross Matthews voice. And that was so funny. That was one of my uh, favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Matthews is the best, man. He's a great, he's a great talent. That was a great one. Um, Matt's boo, Maggie Lawson. Oh, oh yeah. My friend Maggie, Maggie. Lawson. And we had Eric on too, Eric Christian Olsen. He was Eric great. Eric Christian Olsen, they used to date. Yeah, they used to date. Maggie was fun, the psych fan. Um, let me see this list. Just give it to me. Uh, Tim Matheson from Animal House. And oh, yeah. They Sometimes come back. they come back. That was really cool. That was cool. Uh, we had Cedric Yarbrough. Cedric Yarbrough, man, yeah. He's Lauren Ash was a lot of fun. Remember when we had Rob Dick, who was the Casey yes. Anthony security like, guard? People d- loved that episode. People went nuts for that episode. People wanted to see him fight or fuck Dog the Bounty Hunter. I remember that somebody was an tweeted awesome that. episode. We had the Miz on. <laughs> yeah, the Miz, one of the champs. We had Patrick Adams from Suits. 
Patch uh, Adams from no Mel, Jack Quaid. Remember we had we oh, had yeah, Dennis, Dennis Quaid, Quaid and, and son Jack, Jack Quaid. Quaid. We're only missing Randy. <laughs> what if we can't? What if Randy came rolling in right now? Oh my God! I changed all my mind. My favorite story that we ever got on the podcast was when David Faustino told us that <laughs> oh, Beetle yeah. George Harrison asked him if he could eat out Christina Applegate. Wasn't that or told, told him to tell Christina? Applegate that he, he wanted, wanted to, to lick his on that pussy. Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of my favorite. Cr- when he was a kid, <laughs> he was a kid. He's like, I want to eat your sister. Oh, that was there. a great one. Kevin <laughs> like, Pollock. What? Kevin Pollock was a lot of fun. Kevin Pollock was okay. He was okay. He was good. Don't say he was a lot of fun. Jesus, uh, had, no one's I, ever said that. Cato. Cato was a lot of Kato fun. Cato Kalen. Kato's a lot of fun, dude. We had Kato Kalen on. That's From hysterical. A guy who had nothing to do with something, and it's given him a career and also ruined his career. We had Zach Ty Bryan from Home Improvement he who revealed to us that he wanted to bang his mom on the show. He wanted to bang his mom on the show, who then got reelected as the SAG president, I believe. I believe you're right. Stasi. Stasi was fun. Stasi was cool. I think she was down to date, but she also seems like a man. One of my favorites, Phil Keegan from The Amazing Race, the host of The Amazing Race, when you asked him what was the best country to masturbate in. Yeah. And I believe he said Italy, but I don't remember. But he was just like in disbelief, but then was like, fuck it. This is where I'm at. We're going to go with this. Yeah. I really liked him a lot. We had some really good ones. I'm really like proud wow. of of uh, Tyler Henry. Oh, you weren't there for that. We had the, the Hollywood media. Yeah, that guy's full of shit. Who told, he told me he would give a private thing to my mom and then- Never did. Never did. Yep, piece of never shit. Never did. We had so Perez Hilton on. He can't on. even predict what a piece of shit he is. So he's out. Perez was fun. Perez was actually fun. Perez made millions fucking ripping people up and then now says, don't do it. Thomas Lennon, who I Thomas enjoyed. Thomas Lennon, whose father got gunned down. <gasps> what? John Lennon. <laughs> Jim Sturgis from Across the Universe. I really good. loved him. I kind of stalked him for a little bit he afterwards. He was good, man. Daniel Bruhl, who I freaking he loved. Was good. He was a movie star. He was We good. were getting movie stars. Man, we did a good job. You did a good job, man. Let's we did a good job. Tell us some tally. All right. How, how many were there over? I want to guess. I would like to guess. How many shows? Yeah. How many shows were there total? 140. Four, 140. Okay, so I want to guess. Well, 141, not including Josh Flag that we removed. <laughs> that one is private. I want to guess how many we, how many Matt won. I bet that Matt won 94 of them. Here. I think I won 87. Okay, y'all are way overzealous. Neither of you broke uh, 65. <laughs> So um, don't forget, a lot of them, they just told you, you guys both lose. Right. A lot of the guys, or they just would be like, I forgot to give score. That's a good point. Okay. So final tally, 10 draws. Theo, you had 49 wins. <laughs> and Matt had 64. Oh, yeah. That's bullshit. Recount, dude. <laughs> wow. That is bullshit, man. What about the Electoral College? Wow, that's uh, that's great. Well, you know, to the victor go the spoils, which I'm still trying to figure out what that is. I know what it is. Two beds, and Anthony has zero <laughs> beds. Okay? Anthony looks like he hasn't slept in about nine months, and there's a reason for it. So one of the big things that's that's been fantastic for us is our fans. Yeah. They've been very, very supportive. Wonderful. They ask, give us questions each week. They, they care, they care. And so we actually got a lot of fan questions. Mm -hmm. Um, 
for our final about us. Yeah. So I'm going to ask a couple of these things. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, number one, what was the most enlightening thing that you have learned doing the podcast? Carly Ingalls Johnston wants to know. Enlightening. Hmm. I'd say for me, it had to do... I mean, Theo certainly made it clear that I like younger boys. (laughs) And I didn't realize how much of a thing that was until this became a thing on here. I mean, men, young men. But I'd say uh, doing the podcast made me realize how much I really do want a kid. The more I talked about it. And when we talked to guests who had kids, Mm -hmm. you know, that that was pretty enlightening to me. Yeah. How about for you? I've seen you with some children, brother. (laughs) Stop Um, it. Let me think. I think the most enlightening thing... I think sometimes just like feeling like the heaviness of some people's stories, like, hmm. like the Aaron Carter episode and just like, you could just, you could feel just what like a dirty business this whole thing is and like yeah. how it can really, you know, be just such hell on people. And like, um, you know, or like the Brian Welch story, yeah. just like hearing about, you know, how he was in such a dark place that like he had to give up his kid and. Yeah. Um, I think just some of the heaviness of the stories, it was just, it was kind of fascinating to hear, you know, like John Popper, like how he just, you know, how he just had to persevere when people, you know, are like this fucking weirdo with the harmonica, you know, and he's like, I'm going to be the best harmonicaist in the world. And he became that just like hearing people's stories, I think. Yeah, that's really good. Laura Williams photos. What's the hardest the two of us ever laughed together? Can you think immediately when I started thinking about it, I remember it has to do something with we when we do our third round and we do voices, mm-hmm. celebrity imitations or like <laughs> cartoon point. voices or stuff or songs or poems that we've had to write. Theo, you would make me laugh so hard on some yeah. of the stuff that you would write or come up with that. That is what I remember as some of the funniest. I remember specifically when Maggie Lawson, we had to write a poem, an ode to her turtle. Mm-hmm. And I remember what you came up with was hysterical, but just that's, that's what makes me think of the hardest laughing that I've done. Anything for you? I think this is Matt explaining, <clears throat> excuse me. I think Matt just explaining all the guests why he had a shake in his hand. Every because i would always see him first be like oh fuck this dude's on drugs you know and i would see like i would just kind of all see it play out and they're like oh these guys are a couple of fucking creeps you know that's a good point that's a good point sometimes i would flirt with the guests before they came in the room a little bit and they would come in and they would think that both matt and i were gay and be like they'd be like oh god i got stuck in some fucking man dungeon down here some fucking you know no, semen not everybody away. thought that. Some of them were, would have been very happy with yeah, that. Yeah, that's actually. true. And a couple of people might have been very happy. <laughs> a couple of maybe publicists. What is the biggest, this is the Mrs. 09, the biggest piece of gossip from our show that's never been kind of discussed, whether it's something that's gone on behind the scenes or something with a guest or something that we've never really kind of divulged. Can you think of anything? Gossip. Uh, oh, I thought of one, but I can't you did? say it. Yeah. What's it about? Something someone told us off the air, which was a great story. Oh, somebody told me that John Mary used to put Hot Wheels cars into Jessica Simpson's butt. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've told that on the show. Oh. <laughs> but um, so something in the production of our show that is surprising um, or gossipy. 
I don't know. Can't think of anything. Nobody think. like showed up with like a hooker or like did no. blow or anything in the thing. No, I think the Courtney Stodden environment was just definitely real strange. Yeah, that was strange. All right, next question. Um, what are your plans for 2018? Theo, the rest of 2018. What year is it? 2018 now? Mm-hmm, it is. I would say probably to just keep doing comedy and maybe be a part of producing some type of a television show or something. Nice. You know? And uh, travel, just touring. I will be focusing on my writing. I wrote a movie that I'm trying to put together mm-hmm. that I have Amber Heard attached to. Mm-hmm. I've got a TV show that I'm pitching, and then I've got to move out of my house, and I'm doing that. You're moving? My brother got engaged. Really? Yes. So who? where are you going to live? I don't know. I, I mean, I could stay where I'm at, but it's too much and too big for just me. I think I'd be very even more lonely than I already am. So I'm going to look for something, but I really like to buy something, which I've been saying for years. So i got to focus on that. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, seeing where life takes me. Damn, dude. Uh, next question. That's crazy. Will you be doing, any, Matt, will you be doing any guest appearances on Theo's show? Yeah, if you'd like to. And I wasn't as enthusiastic as I was really? hoping there would sorry. be. I don't know. That question was asked. I'd love by to have you come on. Matthew Cole Weiss asked that question. <laughs> Hold on. I'd love to have you come on. We could have the same conversation on there. In fact, <laughs> I'd love to actually uh, license this conversation yeah. on there if we can. Uh, that question was actually asked by DMAC814. Nate Townsend, will there be a reunion episode released when you two come back for an encore? Ooh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good plan. Yeah, maybe we could even do like a special bet, like a, it's almost like a seasonal beverage that comes out of like six episodes or yeah, something Yeah, that, that could be know? really nice. That could be really cool. Get some advertisers attached and just put it out as like a, you know, a series. I think one thing that's starting to become popular is since a lot of podcasts are on video now is podcasts that are only on audio. Yeah. Because some guests don't want to be as revealed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Sitterbrass asked me, ever consider writing a book about your experiences in Hollywood? Yes, for sure. I'm just worried about what the, whose names I can name and whose names I really can't name before getting sued. I think you can use cryptograms. <laughs> yeah. I could just draw the celebrity. Yeah. And they could say, I could say it's that person, but when it's questioned, I'll be like, no, I obviously drew it as someone else. Yeah. So that would be good. Um, and I could see that. I, I, I think I, I would definitely read a couple chapters of that. And the last question we're going to give to Rumpled Foreskin, which was, Theo, did you bring back any souvenirs from the Far East? I went to China. I went to Shanghai. Um, Shanghai? Yeah, that's how they say it there. We say Shanghai. <laughs> yeah. We say, and we say it wrong. Um, but what did I bring back, dude? No, I saw some guy pick his nose and feed it to a cat, though. And it was the most Chinese thing I'd ever seen in my life. And it was awesome. <laughs> and it's just exactly who the Chinese are. They're just, they're efficient. Nothing goes to waste. Everything's used. And it all has to be because there's just so many people. There's no time to dawdle. Like, you don't see people there that seem, like, depressed or worrying about. They're just fucking going forward. Somebody dies, oh, well, grill him up, bro. Onward. <laughs> well, I guess that this brings it to an end is, do you have any? Oh. I know. It's sad, um, huh? Any final words to the fans or about this or anything you want to say? I think just thank you guys so much for, you know, supporting us along this journey. Like this has been, you know, for me, it's been, uh, you know, it's been really eye opening and it's been, you know, it's just really inspired me, Matt, just watching you. Like, I mean, you've really just 
totally produced this so much along the way. And that's been, you know, just you show me a lot about what a friend is, just being supportive and like, and then when I f- would fuck up, not judging me so much, even choosing to like then take the higher road and still just be like a friend, you know? And I think that, um, you know, that's one thing I'll definitely take away from this. Um, you know, if I'm real honest about it, probably, yeah. uh, outside of that. Yeah. Like every time I would come in, I would think like, you know, I'd feel stressed out sometimes or overwhelmed. And then I would always have a good time. Yeah. Like, I don't think there was any time I didn't have a good time except for Sophie Simmons. <laughs> Josh Flack wasn't funny. Either. You know, and there was some other people too. I think yeah. one lady who just fucking drove me nuts. I don't remember who she was. And also one man. Yeah. Okay. But I don't remember who it was. Was Dog the Bounty Hunter on? No. Oh. <laughs> what? Brett Ernst. No, we liked oh, Brett. Yeah. yeah. Brett was nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Brett Ernst was nice. He was just talked a lot. Oh, yeah. He's an adamant person. He's adamant. All right. Is that uh, your uh, summation? That he's adamant? No. In your- yeah. I thought Dog the Bounty Hunter was on here. He was. <laughs> no. Who was How many that? podcasts are you doing? No, I think he was on, though, was it? Uh, no, no we never, had the well, Casey never Anthony guy. Him. Rob oh, Dick was then a that's bounty hunter. Rob Dick. You, you? I'd like to see them fucking fight. You know, <laughs> neither of them relevant um, anymore at all. No, I think there were some great moments, dude. There was like the moments where like somebody's like, "Hey, we want to check out the podcast." Then the only response we got back from them was, "Don't use the n word on the podcast." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "We're we're interested in like being a part associated with the podcast." When and we then- did the Entertainment Weekly thing, they were like, "Make sure Theo doesn't," you know do any racist stuff or anything. And I was like, I can't control him, but yeah. I'm sure he knows not to. And we did a little. And we did a little. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It was just, yeah, it's just, I mean, I think I'll definitely look back on it and think like, you know, just said it was just a really good time. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm looking forward to us being able to like spend some time outside of this and remember yeah. what that's like a little bit. Yeah. Well, for me, um, actually when we, tweeted and whatever about the social media and how many people tweeted back to us saying how bum they were, you know, like, and how it meant a lot to them when, when they were at work or whatever, just listening so they could provide a laugh. We could provide a laugh from how we affected people's lives. Yeah. I didn't think about that at all. Cause especially when you're in it and you're just trying to get it done every week, it didn't really stick to me. And it really just struck me how we did make an impact in people's lives. And I'm very, very proud of that. And I'm proud of the work that we've done and what we were able to create and the guests that we were going to, everybody who talks about our podcast go like the guests, like, I can't believe these people came in. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very also proud that, you know, working with anybody three years doing something, you know, is difficult. And we managed to stay, say, stay respectful of each other and friendly and also just, I don't know if I could do it. I don't think it would have the same, same dynamic. Right. I had thought about this, you know, continuing it with someone else or whatnot. And I just don't think it would work. Yeah. I genuinely think you and I have something special and that's, um, what I will remember most is kind of how we worked off each other and the different perspectives and the laughs that we had over it. Um, yeah. And that's really special. So, Oh, but we'll end on a positive note. Yeah. And your mom, I'll miss your mom being a part of the podcast, even though she was always kind of a part of the podcast. (laughs) 
She's a kind of part of everything I do. Yeah. Um, but I like that, though. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? And I'll miss picturing your dad in, like, the bowl, making the women's clothing and doing the bowling. <laughs> Why are you picturing that? I don't know. <laughs> but I'll just, yeah, I mean, those are, like, just, you know. Well, I'm looking up, I think of your mom's perm. There we go. Got. Beautiful perm. Yeah. And um, she won it too in a she, contest. Oh, I, I know she won it for sure. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I mean, somebody said they won it, but we really won it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? I also I applaud you for keeping your hair, um, and I applaud me for putting up with the hair. Yeah, uh, every week and having to look at it. But <laughs> oh, really? Um, I didn't know it was that bad. Anthony's coming in with some real baby Jesus shit over here. Maybe I'll do a little mini Theo thing. I should have, huh? Two little sides. There you go. Do whatever keeps you out of the big house. Anthony, anything you want to say, uh, but much shorter than what we did. Yeah. Um, all I'll say thank is you. that. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> no, uh, moving out here. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I still don't. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think I was pretty lucky to meet two genuine guys that weren't trying to fuck me over or <laughs> exploit whatever I was doing. I just hear so many horror <laughs> stories. I was kind of, I was waiting for it and I was like, nah, these guys are cool. <laughs> Matt has to say the one more thing word so being it doesn't come back to me over. Him. <laughs> 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 Matt's eyes just glazed over with that, just that wild no. gay film. Anthony has been fantastic. And Anthony has been actually, he's been the real highlight of all of this, I think outside of Matt. It's been, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, no. It's yeah. been, it's, and the other thing I learned is it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So people who do podcasts, I, I have a lot of respect for people who do podcasts, especially who do it on their own because they got to do some stuff and it ain't easy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Anthony really came in and really, really helped out. Yeah, for sure. He's been great. Yeah. So in summation to our audience, thank you very much. To our guest hosts, thank you. To our guests, most of you. One Katie. last round three. One last round three. Yeah. Do you have an idea? I don't. So this is right up our alley. This is right up <laughs> our alley, yeah. <laughs> Anthony can be the judge. Okay. Oh, you're going to put Anthony in that position? Or I can be the judge and you and Anthony can do it. No, no. It's got to be you and me, but okay. this is just for this episode. And this, this is for all the Marvels, No, too. I was just going to say that. This oh, isn't for the, all the Marvels. You can't put do that. Put it on that. the table, bro. You can't do that. Put it on. Okay. I won 64. And I won. 40-something. 9. 49. <laughs> so okay. I'm holding on to those. I put a lot of work into that. You know how many gay cards I had to play to get some of those wins? Really? I do not want to know <laughs> at all. Okay. I don't want to end up in some lawsuit. So, uh, okay. So what could be a final thing? Maybe a little song, maybe. Okay. A song? Mm-hmm. You always win the fucking songs. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have a specific tune? I don't think we do, but I'm going to, I'll put mine in right now. Okay. All right. Did you ever know that you're my hero? You're everything I would like to be. And I can fly higher than an eagle. You are the wind beneath my wings. So you're just singing someone else's song? I thought you were making one up. Okay. I, all I have to do is sing another song. You can do whatever you want. But that was very, he knows that. Why did you pick that song? One of your favorite songs, Bette Midler. Yeah, very good, very good. Michael Landon doesn't sing though, so that's not fair. He could have sang, but he died. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Okay. 
What would you think if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. And I'll try not to sing out of key. I get by with a little help from Theo. Oh, God. I get high with a little help from Theo two years ago. (laughs) You could try with a little help from my friends. Amen. That was it. I think it's a draw, man, Anthony. It's a draw. I'm sad. Well, actually, that's the whole basis of the punk. The podcast is we're both losers, but (laughs) all right, we'll take winners. If anything out of it, we're winners. We'll leave on winners. So Um, don't shed a tear, people. Uh, Follow us individually. Listen to Theo's podcast. Reach out and uh, and support Matt's movie. And if you see a GoFundMe to get Matt a kid from another country, let's (laughs) yeah, let's uh, let's pay for that. And if that kid is looks like Anthony in disguise, let's let's question that. There you go. So thank you, Theo. Thank you, Anthony, and. I'd say we'd see you next time, but this is it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Did you say to me, did you ever know that you're my hero? Did you ever know that you're my hero? You're everything I've been looking for. You are the wind beneath my wings. Bravo. That made my day. I mean, it ruined any song.